Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. There is no Acts the 16th chapter. Acts the 16th chapter. And we, uh, it's a pleasure to have you here with us in person, as well as those of you who are watching online. God bless you. We do big, big greetings here uh, as our community here called Transformation Christian Fellowship. All right. Well, we're good to go. Acts 16, verse 6. Give me one second here. All right. It says, next, Paul and Silas traveled through the area of Phrygia, of, of Phrygia, excuse me, and Galatia, because the Holy Spirit had prevented them from preaching the word in, in the providence of Asia at that time. Then coming to the borders of Mysia, they headed north for the providence of Bithynia. But again, the spirit of Jesus did not allow them to go there. Verse 8 says, so instead they went on through Misha to, to the seaport of Troas. And then it says, that night Paul had a vision. A man from Macedonia in northern Greece was standing there pleading with him, come over to Macedonia and help us. So we decided to leave for Macedonia at once, having concluded that God was calling us to preach the good news there. I want to talk for a brief subject, not right now. Not right now. Now, I'm already going to apologize that um, pollen sucks. So if I sound congested, that is because of pollen. <laughs> All right. It is the devil and is not doing me well this morning. Amen. But we're going to get through this. <laughs> and you're like, hey, what happened to him last night? No, it's pollen. <laughs> All right. Not right now. So um, I want to talk to you just briefly. This is a personal revelation that I'm going to give you that God gave me about two, three nights ago. Well, two, three mornings ago um, before I was going into work. And um, he allowed me to share it with us this morning. Not everything that I get personally is that I share on uh, the stage, but this one right here, God um, gave me the license to share. And I think it's something that uh, will uh, be beneficial to all of us this morning, those of you who are here and online. Now, let's get straight to the point. Not right now. Have you ever heard this phrase before? Listen, if you are, uh, if you were raised and you got parents, you would have heard this. If you work at a job, there's some people that say this phrase. Now, I want you to see something here. Not right now. Uh, it's like an idiom, all right? It doesn't change the, what the definitions of these groups of words, but it's an idiom, and this implies not at this particular moment in time, all right? So keep this in mind. Keep this definition in mind. That not right now implies not at this particular moment in time, but listen to me, but it does not imply a no to a future moment in time. I want you to make this, I want you to hear me. 
Not right now means that at this present moment, it's a no. But it is not a denial to, your, to a future moment in time. It's like this. There was my birthday, and I always asked for Jordans. And I would hear, no, you're not doing that. Not right now. You're not going to do that. But on this particular birthday, it doesn't mean that it was a denial. It just means at that present moment, uh, my parents was not giving up that bread to Mr. Michael Jordan. At this present time. <laughs> at this present time. All right? But while that was a no then, when this particular birthday came along, my first, they gave me Carmelo Anthony's, which is a form of Jordan's. They are Jordans. Hey, listen, don't come for me. The first Carmelos were tough, man. I, everybody in school had them joints, the blue and white. But anyway, not right now. You know, it's just not the present moment. And uh, as we proceed, there are times where um, we will get this phrase in our own personal lives. Like, you know, my wife may ask me, no, not right now. I want to go to, can I get this, da, 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 <laughs> not right now. And then my best phrase is, we shall see. <laughs> we shall see. All right. Doesn't mean that I've denied it, but the not right now means not at this present moment in time. What God was sharing with me and over the course of my life is that these not right nows are pivotal moments in your life. These not right nows are pivotal to where God is taking you. And my job this morning is to make sure that you all understand that your not right now does not mean a denial for a future event. It just means that at this present time, I don't want you to do this, but I want you to do that. Are you hearing what I'm saying? What God was giving me revelation on, he was, uh, it was a Thursday night, and he kept, uh, in my sleep, I kept hearing Acts 16, Acts 16, Acts 16. And so I read Acts 16, and, but these verses draw my attention because we are looking at the great apostle Paul, ladies and gentlemen. And Paul is on this missionary j- journey with him and Silas, just giving you some background that Paul just met. Timothy in the earlier verses of Acts 16. Let me tell you something. Acts 16 is one of the most pivotal moments in the church's history. And I'm going to explain to you why. They're currently, they were currently in Iconium and, uh, um, and Derby, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm saying that. They were in Iconium. No, excuse me. They were in the region of Derby and Lystra. That's where they met. That's where they went and they met um, Timothy. And Timothy had a well report. And so they was kind of talking to him. And Paul circumcised him because he didn't do that because of the law. He did it so that it won't be a stumbling block to those who he's going to minister to. Yeah. There are certain things that we do so we won't be a stumbling block to others. That don't mean that we actually have to do it. But we do those things so that we won't be a stumbling block to somebody else's salvation. You feel me? That's what you have to understand. Like, man, why do I got to do this? Like, I don't really got to do that. Yes, you don't. But it may be beneficial to not do that 
for these particular people that God is sending you to too, especially in your own family and your own friends. There's certain things that you like just because they partake in that don't mean that you should only because you don't want your witness to be effective. You get what I'm saying? So in order for Timothy's witness not to be affected, Paul circumcised Timothy. All right. And as we move forward, it says next Paul and Silas traveled through the area. Of Phrygia and and Galatia, because the Holy Spirit had prevented them from preaching the word in the providence in the province of Asia at that time. Now, this is not Asia as you know it. All right, this is not Asia. No, this is what we call. This was called. Uh, this province of Asia is now modern day Turkey. All right, so this is modern-day Turkey, and this just so get a map in your head and visualize where Turkey is if you can find it on the map. So this was what we call the provenance of Asia, which is called Asia Minor, as we know. All right, and Asia Minor it was a Roman providence. It was a Roman providence, all right? And so the reason why Paul liked this area, because he was also Roman. And so Paul's desire was that he was going to go into, because ultimately Paul wanted to get to Ephesus. He wanted to get to Ephesus, and Ephesus is a part of the, this providence of Asia Minor. All right? This is all significant. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you why. All of this is significant. He said I want to, he, he wanted to go there and spread the gospel. He was already in the area, so he wanted to continue to further it in those big regions that would be of big impact to uh, the spreading of the gospel, spreading it forward, right? But here's the thing. Let's read it right here. The Spirit had prevented them. Now, this is kind of weird to me, right? A lot of times people think that the Holy Spirit will prevent you from only doing or try to hinder you from doing something opposed of his will. Or what I mean by that, the good, what I mean by this is Paul and Silas, this is great. They want to spread the gospel. They're trying to get the gospel out, save people, you know, get them like, hey, come out of hell, empty hell, fill up heaven. You feel me? We trying to get people to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Not everything that you do that you think is bad, that, that, see, people have this idea that God will only prevent the bad stuff that you're doing. There are some things that are of good that he will prevent all because that's not the direction he wants you to do. Are you get what I'm saying? The note is, is like, yo, I'm traveling, I'm doing all of this. Let me give you an example. In 2015, I, I, I traveled a lot. I was traveling preaching. You know, I was at certain places. I was good with that. You feel me? But then there came a time where God started preventing certain, <laughs> prevented me uh, from traveling out as much as I was back in 2015 to start the church. Yeah, you're doing good. You're spreading the gospel. But this is where I want you to do it. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So sometimes God has to course correct, not because you're doing something bad, because there's something called timing. At that time, it wasn't time for Paul to go down there. It was not ready yet. There are some things that God has to get ready on that end so that you can go in this other direction. And when that opportunity opens up, then he'll redirect you back there. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you so mad. This is what he said. He prevented them. 
I want you to understand some things. Closed doors. Closed doors. We don't understand how Holy Spirit exactly prevented them, but I can take a guess. He shut it down. He could have shut it down. He could have gave a prophetic word to them, an inward speaking of the Holy Spirit. Circumstances could have prevented certain things. God could close doors. Here in this idea, here in this text, what the Holy Spirit was guided them through, hindrance. Can I help you understand something? I know sometimes your teaching is, is that the devil hinders everything. That's not true. Well, I can't get over there because the devil's hindering me. You know, my voice is like this, and I can really do the whole Christian Bale thing with Batman. So this is really cool. But listen, certain things is not the dark world. It ain't the devil. There are certain things that God, there are certain things that God has to guide you through hindrance. There's some things that God will literally hinder you from. And you're going to be trying to walk through this door like, oh, my God, I just, I'm trying to get through. <laughs> he just, and God is preventing that. Yeah. Like, you know, I, it's like, all right, let me give you an example. Let me throw out Vernon, for example. Vernon was supposed to go on this second trip out to L.A. Oh, he was supposed to go on this second trip out to L.A. Vernon had big plans, y'all. Vernon had it all set up. He had his friend was going to give the keys and all of this stuff to him. I mean, Vernon had it all laid out. Oh, yes, he did. Vernon had big plans. Yes, he did. Vernon may not have been playing the keyboard for TCF as his plans were proceeding. That wasn't Vernon's plan. Vernon, on this second trip, I mean everything. He had it right, and oh boy, was he ready. But mind you, I must backtrack you. Vernon had a word out in L.A. Earlier part, when he went the first time, he said, the Lord told him to enjoy this because you ain't coming back here again. And Vernon took that as, eh, whatever. How many of y'all just like that? Everybody. I know, but Vernon's my example for today, not me. Listen, so Vernon, ladies and gentlemen, he had it all squared away. He had a friend out there in L.A. She lived at a nice place. You feel me? And this is what how the Holy Spirit prevented this trip to L.A. She sent the keys in the wrong mail thing. That the keys end up getting lost. How? Does the keys get lost? God did it. <laughs> God did it. Things just went, just, it didn't happen. <laughs> when God told this man, you're going to create this project, so enjoy this trip, and you ain't coming out here again, you're going to do this project. That was songs from his presence back in 20, 2012 or something like that. God told him that that's what you need to do. This man proceeded with trying to go back out to L.A. to set up what to set up the you know music connections that we had out there, and it was looking promising until the Holy Spirit prevented him from getting there. And like Paul and Silas, at that time <laughs> he was prevented to pursuing anything out there because God wanted them to do. Was his music doing good? Yes. 
Was God telling him to stop doing music? No. He told him, no, I need you to create this because I'm, until you create that, you ain't going back there. You get what I'm saying? He wasn't trying to discourage Paul and Silas by preventing the door. You see that God's prevention as a missed opportunity. It's not a missed opportunity. It's a not right now. God's providence is there to guide you along. And for some of us, he has to really move through hindrance because him talking to you, it just won't get through your head. For some of us, him talking to us ain't going to work. So God has to say, I know my child. Listen, I'm just going to make everything just go south for them until they understand that, hey, you can't go there. I'm trying to lead you here. This is what it says. Paul and Silas traveled through the area. They traveled through. They had big plans because the Holy Spirit had prevented them from preaching the word in the providence of Asia. Let's move a little closer. It says, then coming to the borders of Misha, they headed north. So they said, all right, they prevented us here. He said, well, let's try to go a little bit north. This is still under Asia Minor, y'all. This is still under Asia Minor. He said, let's go north. And then it said, but again, you don't get it. He said, the spirit of Jesus did not allow them to go there neither. So here's what you do. All right, all right, all right. Okay, God, I see you. I can't go there, but let me go on the outskirts. You know, let me go on the outskirts. And God is saying, you ain't even going there. He prevented them from doing that because it was a not right now. But here is what God really wanted me to show us here. And I want you to see this. And so, so instead, they went through Misha to the seaport of Troas. Watch this. God began to lead them to the seaport of Troas. Why? Because I'm trying to get you away because I'm about to move you somewhere else. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Here's the thing. He prevented it, and his hindrance has led them to where he wanted them to be. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are things that God will prevent so it can lead you. But mind you, this is what Paul and them did, and this is why you got to look at this. Paul and Silas did not resist God. Paul and Silas did not resist the discerning of God. Excuse me. They didn't resist the moving of the Holy Spirit guiding them along. And there is nowhere in the verse that Luke is recording that Paul told them that they resisted the Holy Spirit. There's nowhere there. They did not resist, but they kept moving along. So a lot of us, when we get a knot right now, we're stubborn. How many of us are stubborn? Raise your hand. Don't be, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Because we're stubborn, we'll say, no, I'm going to make this work here. Paul and them didn't do that. They just kept on moving along. See, a lot of us get caught up on trying to make something work in a place that's not going to work. God is not giving you the opportunity to do that. The door is not ready for you there yet. 
Oh, my God. You got to say, you got to understand, like, listen, if God is preventing this door, then that means that either two things, I'm not ready to go through the door or that opportunity is not ready yet. I want you to see it that way. Maybe I'm not ready to go through the door or that opportunity is not ready yet. That is not on God's timeline at the time to try to push that through. And so you want it to be on God's timeline and it is on God's timeline, but it is not on your timing. And so while God has that in store for you, you trying to make something work in the now that either it's not ready yet, the right people hasn't got a so assembled over that uh, or the other side of the door, or you're not your character is not ready yet. So don't see you're not right now as a, as 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 a, as a negative. It's actually a positive to the point that God did not deny it. It's just meaning that it's set up for a future time. So he gets them to the seaport of Troas because as they're moving, God gonna give it give them clarity. See, the problem is a lot of us don't get the direction because we stop moving. But if you continue to move along with the Holy Spirit, he's going to give you the clarity that you need. Let's move through the verse. Here it is. Let's move through the verse. And it says that night. So when they got to the seaport of Troas, because guess what? When you get to that seaport, that means you're about to get ready to go on a trip. He said that night Paul had a vision. A man from Macedonia in a northern in northern Greece was standing over standing there pleading with him, come over to Macedonia and help us. This is what the Lord was showing me about my own life. He was like, listen, Brandon, every step of the way that if you kept moving, I know you've got frustrated along the way, but you got in your frustration, you got to keep moving. Here it is. He said, because watch this, when they had moved, when they were positioned at the seaport of Troas, that night God made everything clear. See, God is not trying to withhold information about your future. He's not trying to withhold information about where he's trying to guide you. What God is trying to do, ladies and gentlemen, is to have you continue to keep walking with him to give you direction and clarity for the journey that is ahead of you. What God was doing for Paul is, listen, because you didn't move and now you're in the position, let me give you the reason why you cannot minister in the, in the providence of Asia Minor right now. Because while you see that you want the other regions in Asia Minor, I'm trying to give you a whole continent. God is trying to move them off of the, where we see modern day Turkey and to take them into Europe. If Paul does not get to Europe, ladies and gentlemen, we don't get Thessalonica. If Paul doesn't get to Europe, you don't get Galatia. Because the truth of the matter is Galatia, out of his obedience, God eventually lets him get to those providences. But a lot of the churches were set up. 
And what happened is because guess what? You have to get the church of of Thessalonica because those are one of the churches that will be a real big impact on the spreading of the gospel. In Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians, Paul tell them that your sound of your faith has echoed out through all the parts of the world. And also that church helped to fund a lot of other missions. I need you to see something that I just said right now. That church helped to fund some of the other mission trips. You're trying to go to the Providence right now, and you don't have enough backing yet, Paul. You want certain things so fast. And the truth of the matter is you don't have the backing yet. But I'm going to send you to Europe. And then when you, when they hear the word of God in Europe, something's going to trigger in them. And when something triggers, those will be the people that help to push you back there. To, oh, my God, back to the providence of Asia. Are you hearing what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen. It says, a man from Macedonia in northern Greece was standing there pleading with him, come over to Macedonia and help us. So here we go. We're coming to a close. The Holy Spirit says, I, Holy Spirit, let me give you this. John 16, 13, real quick. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. And the way that he told Paul and them about the future was through a vision. Was through a vision of a man from Macedonia in northern Greece was standing there pleading with them to come here. Come help us. They needed what they needed the God that Paul and Silas was preaching about. And so what happened is this, we decided, so, so Luke, who's the writer of the act of Acts, moves from talking about another person's experience, because Paul is telling him this, and then we, we can infer that at some point, Luke met up with them at the seaport of Troas, <laughs> because it was there where God would bring Luke along to help in Paul's journey. Because Luke is the historian of the church. And the history of the church, Luke was looking at it firsthand and reporting of what happened. So this is the first time where we see that Luke joins Paul in this missionary journey. To record the events of what happened in the church of Europe. And here's what happened. It says, so we decided to leave for Macedonia at once, concluding that God was calling us to preach the good news there. The Bible tells us and teaches us that we ought to test the spirit by the spirit. And when all of them had heard this, after looking at the hindrances of not preaching in Asia Minor, They, Paul, Silas, Timothy, and Luke concluded based upon this vision. 
based upon what God, because they, listen, when you've been walking with God and you know how God operates, then it don't take rocket science to figure out what God is exactly doing. When you know God and how he speaks to you and how he communicates to you, when you have a vision like this or when God speaks to your spirit or when God uses someone to speak into your spirit, you know automatically, okay, I think I can conclude, I can discern the will of God in this situation that this is his perfect will, not his permissive. And it wouldn't even be as permissive because God is not even allowing it to go there. This was the perfect will of God to push them into Europe. And I'm bringing this to us that, ladies and gentlemen, God is trying to push you somewhere in this season that we're in, ladies and gentlemen. God is trying to push you in a direction. And you're trying to make your what you want to happen to happen right now. And God is saying, listen, I'm going to push you to Europe because in Europe you're going to get the help that you need. Because then here we have it that Luke comes alongside of them to go as the doctor. He pushes them along. He comes along with them in Europe. And guess what? And that church in Europe helps to to contribute to the churches in Jerusalem and into the other churches. Are you hearing what I'm saying? What I'm telling you is, ladies and gentlemen. You can look at your not right now as a denial and be like and stump and and throw a fit with God. And you can do all of this stuff and it's not going to get you nowhere. But this is what you have to do. You got to keep moving with God. Because you're not right now. Though it may though it may not happen as soon as possible. God has it set up for a future event. Because we do know that the word of God eventually got to Asia Minor. Oh, my God. See, you think that, oh, I'm never going to be able to travel. I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm never going to be. And you and I get so dramatic with God. And he's saying, no, what you being so dramatic for? I'm pushing you to a whole nother continent. I'm pushing you. And when you get there, I'm going to give you the backing that you need for the door you got to go through. Oh my God. He said, I'm going to give you the backing. There's sometimes when that opportunity's not ready yet because there's something that you need in Europe, Paul. There's something that you got to accomplish there first. And when you get into Europe, then I'll open up Asia Minor. When you get there, then I will open up the door for you there. When you obey here, then I will open up your desire to preach there. When you open, oh my God, when you move with God here. He will do it there. Hallelujah. Well, don't you put it in the room and put it in the chat real quick and say when you do what God wants you to do now, he will open up there. And I don't know where there is. I don't know the timing of there. But I do know this, that God will be a man of his word and open it up. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? He will open that up for you. All you got to do is do what he's asking you to do in the present time so that that opportunity would be available. Because in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse uh, chapter uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13, we do know that he gets there. He gets there. 
Acts 20 would tell us that he gets there. But he had to do what he had to do in the moment. Because let me tell you something, there were certain people that couldn't go with him down there. There was this man by the name of Mark, John Mark. And because when he gets on this second journey, what happens is, is that Paul and Silas, unfortunately, they have a kind of an argument over this guy, John Mark. John, what? Bar, him, Silas and Barnabas, excuse me, uh, have an have a argument concerning this. And so they couldn't go there yet. Certain things had to be in line. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Certain people won't make the trip to Asia Minor after you got out of Europe. Not because of them, because God will take you on different paths. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Not everything is that they hating on me and they don't like me. You know what I'm saying? They're not doing the acts. They're not doing Zeke's song. They don't know my name. They're not doing all of that. They're not telling it because they weren't ready. No, it wasn't that. The truth of the matter is that some people, God will take in different directions. Not because of nothing bad. Life just drifts apart. Now you hear what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, when I look at the life of this church as I conclude, I stood at the gathering place over five years ago in the upper room. God told me that we wouldn't be past here five years. And there were things that I tried to do to kind of push that thing or push the agenda along to make what he told me to happen as a present moment because of what you thought was, because of what you thought the results were. And through that, as you continue to move with God, as you continue to move with him, God will open up certain things in its own timing. Y'all, we thought Silver Spring was the move. And, and, and God allowed me to see that because of what he wanted me to do. We were supposed to go, Silver Spring wasn't supposed to be the thing, and we were hyped. You feel me? I'm, I'm sorry, Quan. You, you, I'm sorry. We would have been only like 10 minutes away if God did, if we did that. Yo, Silver Spring was the move. We had Vision Sunday in 2020 in Silver Spring. We had the pop-ups. They were all successful, and God allowed me to do that because he has a heart for that area. But as time progressed along and as I continued to move in the plan of God, God said that while I told you to do those things, I didn't tell you to take residency there. Not right now. He says to stay in the Howard County area. Not because I'm shutting that down. Because it's a not right now. I go before and I tell some of the people, I tell, I told some of y'all, like, yo, this is what I heard. And around the fifth year anniversary, certain things became clearer as we begin to move along. God began to open up certain, uh, uh, tell me to look for spaces. And after seeing closed doors and closed doors and closed doors and preventions to certain things, that let me tell you something, really, we didn't look at this place. We were looking at the one over there, near the, near the uh, across the street from the apartments. 
And in his prevention, this is what the lady said. That is a dump. You don't want that. But I know of a building that just opened right across the street from it. What am I trying to tell you? That you're not right now is a God uses it as a way of trying to push and guide you along in the way that he has for you. Doesn't mean that the future thing won't happen. It's just mean that at the moment, it's a not right now. But if you move with God, if you move with God, if you move in that direction, you will see how God's hand move in your life. You will see your closed doors was not all because there was a devil after you. Your closed doors were there because God was telling you it wasn't not right now. And guess what? When you look at your life and you revisit, you will know that those, those not right nows, if I didn't get that, my life would have been messed up. If I didn't get that, I would have made a horrible decision. I would have cost my life because I made a terrible decision to try to fight against God. But when you don't fight against God and when you move with him and without no resistance, you will see how God will guide you along this journey and you will see the blessings of the Lord that make it rich and add if no sorrow. And if you look at the word sorrow, that means labor or work. You won't toil as hard. You won't have to work as hard for certain things because the blessings of the Lord that he has prepared make it rich not just in monetary value but the blessing of the lord is that while i'm working i got peace the blessing of the lord is is that while i'm working i'm whole the blessing of the lord is is that while i'm doing this i'm saved i'm full of the holy ghost and i'm moving in the direction that he has called for me look at somebody say not right now just listen to it not right now but there will be a time where asia minor will open there will be a time where that business this will finally see the light of day. There will be a time where your children will come back home. There will be a time where you will travel around the world and minister the gospel. There will be a time. But if you just wait on the Lord and be of a colic of good courage, he will strengthen that heart. Not right now, Brandon. <laughs> Not right now. But when it happens, I'm going to be equipped. <laughs> when it happens, what's on the other side will be fully ready for me. Because let me tell you something. It could God have brought Jesus after the fall of Adam and Eve? He could have. But guess what? It wasn't time. And that's when the Bible says at the appointed time, he sent Jesus. And I got good news for TCL at your appointed time. God will push you through the door at the appointed time. God will open up the opportunities for you at the right appointed time. And though the vision may tarry, wait for it. I'm, I don't feel that hot, but wait for it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. 
look at it and say watch what God do watch what God do it may not be right now but I'm gonna move in my present with her it may not be that moment but I'm gonna go this way I'm gonna go over to Europe and I'm gonna see souls deliver I'm gonna move with God and when I move with him watch him work Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know you don't want to hear it. But if you, in time, watch and see. Oh, my goodness. You will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And guess what? There are certain things that he told the priest, I believe his name is Zacharias, told that man, you will not die before you see the Savior. And he said, now I can close my eyes now because I can see them. It may not, he didn't know when it was going to happen. He didn't know, but it was a future event. And not everything God has for you is just all the way down the road. There's some things that are coming around the corner, but I need you to do this first. God is not slow to his promises. Hallelujah. <laughs> ah, listen, if you don't know Jesus, I got to give you this before we lose the service because you can praise God on all the things that doors are opening and all of that stuff like that. But if you praise God on the not right nows in your life, I'm telling you that would be such of a great value in your life. That if you praise him over the fact that God said no, not at this time. No, don't marry them. No, that, oh, I'm preventing that. If you would praise God over that, your life would be spared. And I'm a living witness of that. Certain things God will prevent. It's for your own good. It ain't saying that marriage is not in your future. <laughs> it's just not with them. How <laughs> I caught it here. Oh, my Jesus in here. That should encourage somebody right there. It just it may not, it's not that it's not in my future. It's just not not right now with them. Listen, if you don't know Jesus, I got to offer you this opportunity because your life needs to be changed right now. I offer you Jesus. He came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That if any man would believe on him, you will not perish, but you will have everlasting life. I give you this opportunity and I give you this moment. Hallelujah. I give you this moment. I give you this moment. If you want to rededicate your life back to Christ, you can do that as well. It is not that God drifted from you. It's the fact that you drifted from him, but his arms are open. He ain't gone nowhere. You can come back home. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Listen, and if you need a church home, the doors of the church are open. You can partner with TCF. I would love to be your pastor. And let's go on this journey called life together. As long as you would have us be your home. That's available for you as well.
If you don't know Jesus, repeat this prayer after me. Those of you who are in the room and those of you who are watching online, say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. I acknowledge that you died on the cross for my sin, that you were buried, that you rose again, and that you ascended to the right hand of the Father just for me. And I ask you to come into my life in the name of Jesus and make me whole. Hallelujah. Make me whole. Make me new. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Who shall I be afraid? The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? I will wait on you. Hallelujah. I will wait. I will wait on you. And I will trust in you. I will trust in you. I will trust in you. And I will remain. Hallelujah. I will. I will remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord. Come on, sing it right there. I will remain. I will remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord. I will remain. I will remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the come on and say i will remain i will remain confident in this i will see the goodness of the Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.